Welcome to the Choose Better Podcast. I'm Erica Day, and this is where I tell Black women the truth so that we can all choose better in every area of our lives. Hello, and welcome back to the Proverbs 31 Strong series. As usual, I'll read the entire passage, then we'll focus on a couple verses to go deeper into. I'm reading Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31, from the Christian Standard Bible. Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant chips, bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. So as we're discussing this passage, I need you guys to understand that there are different sections of the passage. So verses 10 through 12 describe the woman and her value. Verses 13 through 27 describe her activities. And if you remember, we started at verse 13 in the previous episode. So if you missed that, go back and listen. And then finally, verses 28 through 31, praise her. Overall, this passage shows how a wise, godly woman handles everyday life. So today, we're going to focus on verses 15 and 16. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. Now, as I was reading, I came across footnotes for these uh, verses for verse 15, where it says she provides portions for her female servants. That could refer to food but it could also refer to the tasks that she has planned for her servants for that day. And in verse 16, where it says she plants a vineyard with her earnings, there is a footnote that says it can also read she plants a vineyard by her own labors. In any case, 
the vineyard comes about because of the work that she has already done. So the first thing we recognize is that she's getting up while it's still dark. She does not lie in bed and wait for servants to attend to her. She provides for them and makes sure that they're well nourished. By providing for them, she multiplies her effectiveness. She has the wisdom and the foresight to acquire property that will bring her a good return on her investment. Look, y'all, she out here buying real estate. She's a wise businesswoman and reinvests her earnings. She has earnings because she has some sort of side hustle. She's not just sitting at home doing nothing. She may not be at a job per se, but she has some way of bringing money into the household. Now, she can do this because she's not tied to a broke, lazy man who sees her as a mule. Her husband has provided a home and has the means to provide her with whatever she needs. She is then free to use what has been provided and build on it. So this is not a passage about how hard women have to work to provide for their families, leaving them stressed and worn out. This passage is about a well-watered woman who has a husband, not a man or a boo or a bae, but a husband that loves her and provides for her. Don't let anyone make you feel as though you have to be a worker bee or a mule and that you have to take care of everything financially for your family when you have a husband. That's not how this works. Now that said, let's not go to the other extreme that we see a lot of nowadays and expect a man to provide you with your every want while you sit back in luxury. Now, if he got it like that and doesn't mind, then cool. But let's be honest. Most men are not able to provide that kind of lifestyle and putting pressure on a decent, hardworking man who loves you to do so doesn't reflect the mindset of the woman described in this passage. Remember, this woman does her husband good and not evil all the days of his life. He lacks nothing good because she is with him and he can completely trust her. There's a give and take here. Not one partner always giving and the other always taking. And as we continue to talk about being a Proverbs 31 woman, I want to make one thing very clear. What we learn from this woman is not about her output, but her outlook. It's not saying that we have to do every single thing that she does as described in this passage. But we need to pay attention to her attitude about everyday life and how that affects her behavior. All of her qualities, all of her behavior, they flow from her fear of the Lord. Not fear as in being afraid, but an attitude of reverence and respect. That is something we can all learn from and apply to our own lives. That is something that's applicable to women centuries ago and to us today. This reverence and respect for God causes us to grow in wisdom and draws us to Jesus, the one who forgives our sin and equips us to live righteous lives. This passage also teaches us that serving others is not demeaning. Although the world will tell us otherwise, as wives and mothers, We are to serve our families, our husbands, and our children, not as weak-willed slaves, but as wise women who love them and want the best for them. 
When we embrace the role God has for us in any part of our lives, we will feel fulfilled. So if your role is being a wife and mother, embrace it. If your role is to be single, embrace it. Do it all in a way that brings honor to God. If that's your mindset and if that's your goal, then you won't be able to be manipulated by people who want to use your service for their own gain, leaving you used up and unhappy. Because since that is not what God wants for us, that does not bring him honor at all. So just from this short part of the passage, we have a lot to digest today. So pull out your journal and pen and get to it. What kind of attitude are you displaying in your daily life? Do you view your responsibilities as drudgery? Things you have to do, but you hate to do? I'm talking to myself right here. Or can you approach them with joy and determination to be the best that you can be as you do them? Share what you come up with on social media using the hashtag ChooseBetterChallenge or join the Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Remember, attitude is everything. Choose better, sis. Remember that you can reach out to me via Facebook. Search for the Choose Better Podcast page. On Instagram, Choose Better Podcast. And I'm also on TikTok under Choose Better Podcast. The email address is hello at choosebetterpodcast.com. You can also go to my website, www.choosebetterpodcast.com to leave a review, sign up for the Choose Better Squad email list, and even leave me a short voicemail. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And remember, choose better, sis.